Oh my goodness, you guys. <laughs> um, today is the last day of open enrollment for Making Art Work, my course for creative entrepreneurs, and I cannot get over the energy that is surrounding this course. My inbox is so beautifully active that I had to put an autoresponder on that way people don't freak out that, you know, they will get into the course. It's going to be okay. My DMs, I've stopped typing. I'm just doing video replies because it's honestly too much for me to type. My team is working every single day around the clock. Um, it is it is energetic and it is so exciting. And the people that are showing up on behalf of their creativity, oh, they're so beautiful. They're so beautiful. Their intentions are beautiful. Their work is beautiful. Their spirit and their drive and their ambitions are beautiful. I am honored to be in this place. This is a bit of a tease because enrollment closes on February 25th at midnight. So if you're listening to this, you know, like right away, you're, you're good to go. But if you're listening to this at all in the future, I'm sorry, but enrollment is closed. However, join my email list because I do have things that are available coming up. The collective enrollment opens in April and making artwork 2021 is happening. So you're not um, without hope, just maybe delayed gratification, which is often amazing anyways. So it's fine. All right, today we're gonna get into Share the Work Challenge. Now in the last several episodes, I went through the Share the Work video series, which is kind of like my framework for how to run a successful creative entrepreneurship, how to show up in the world, how to bring your work to the world in the right way, how to have the right presence and the right, the right aura about your work, the right vibe about your work. In this um, conversation, I want you to actually take some action. I want you to actually get out a pen and paper right now before we begin. And I want you to plan on actually moving the needle in your creative business. This is totally free. This is just things that I really want to see my creative community rise and grow and strengthen. And I want to demystify the idea that creatives have to starve or creatives can't thrive. They absolutely can. You absolutely can. There is nothing holding you back. There is nothing keeping that away from you. Let's move past that fear and that lie and let's move into something much more beautiful and much more bold and brave. All right, let's get into it. Welcome to Do It For The Process, studio conversations for artists and creatives. I'm your host, Emily Jeffords, professional artist, educator, and mother of three. In this podcast, we dive deep into what it means to run a successful creative entrepreneurship, how to stay true to your art while also growing your creative business. And I always give a gentle reminder to fall in love with the process all along the way, because I firmly believe your creative business is only as strong as your creative practice. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. Okay, let's start. Uh, welcome to the Share the Work Challenge. And by challenge, I mean 
space for you to take action, space for you to make change and progression in your business. This is going to lead to such good in your creative business and in your creative practice. This is such, these, the, the ideas we talk about today are so formative to your success moving forward. They are the foundation of a thriving creative practice and a thriving creative business. So let's begin. Now, the first step in this creative challenge is to define your work and why does it matter to you personally? So the way that I think about this is in order for your creative work to be meaningful and important and marketed properly and sold properly and, uh, and appreciated by your audience properly, there has to be a deep seated meaning. And that meaning takes place inside of you, inside of your heart. If you know why you show up to the studio, if you know why you show up to your creative process and your creative practice, then you can bring that work to the world with such clarity and such vision and such love that they resonate with it also. But if you don't have that deep personal connection to why you do this, it's going to not resonate quite as strongly. It's going to be harder to market. It's going to be a little bit less clear overall. It's super important to know why you're showing up and why this is your life's work. So let's break that down a little bit. Why do you create what you create? Why does this work matter to you? Clarify your vision and what matters. I'm going to give you some prompts to think through. So what is your true mission as a creative entrepreneur? These are th some things that you can use to kind of think through that question. Why do you create? Not what, but why? What meaning does it bring to the world? And you can start by what meaning does it bring to you? How does it benefit the viewer? And go deeper than the fact that maybe it's just pretty or maybe it's lovely or it's, you know, aesthetically balanced. Maybe think about something that means a bit more a bit more to us as humans. Maybe it means belonging or peace or energy or, oh, okay, I'm getting texts. <laughs> or maybe it means peace or connection or whatever your meaning might be. What is the base emotion behind that work, behind that creative process? What message do you want to convey through your art? Which kind of goes into what does it mean? What, what, you know, what purpose does it bring? Um, why does this matter? Why do the messages that you want to speak to the world, why do they matter? Or why do, why do those messages speak to you? Maybe we'll kind of back it up a little bit. Why do those things matter to you? And then why do they matter to others? Dream about the vision that you have for your work and acknowledge that your dreams and aspirations are the first step to realizing them in the world. Let me say that again. Dream about your vision that you have for your work. Let it expand. Let it be big. Let it take up space. Your work deserves to take up space in this world. Acknowledge your dream and aspirations, and then you can take steps to realize them, to actualize them in the world. All right, so that's step one on our creative challenge is just defining why this matters and sit with this. Sit with this for a bit because this is the foundation for everything to come. You can't market unless you know this the answers to these questions. You can't run a business unless you know why this is important to you because running a business is so hard and it is exhausting and it is beautiful and complex and it's so gratifying, but only if you know why you're doing it. Otherwise, it is just hard work. 
All right, so once you know your why, let's go on to the outward expression of that why. So you know why you do something that's settled into your heart, it's settled into your soul. That meaning is deep and rich inside of you. Now, you've gone through your creative practice, you've stepped into the studio, your hands and your brain have done their thing. Now it's time to see how that resonates in the aesthetics of the art itself. So you've done your part by establishing the meaning and the purpose and the mission and the vision and all the things inside of you. Your hands and your brain and your eyes have worked together to create this thing. Your body has done its thing. You've, you've showed up and created the work. Now, how does the work communicate on its own? Because as an artist, your job is to create the work and let it sing. The artwork's job is to sing. So how is it communicating on its own? Is the aesthetic vision that you had for your work coming through? And this can change, of course, this is always something that, you know, we have this vision in our heads and it doesn't always happen on paper or on canvas. That's totally fine. That's actually really beautiful. But what is coming through? Is the outward expression aesthetically pleasing? Does it match your vision? Does it say what you wanted to say? What makes this work unique? Where do you find your true and unique inspiration for this work? What stories does it tell to the viewer? So when someone sees your work without having to read your artist statement or your bio or your description or your, your caption on Instagram, what does that painting or that piece of artwork or that thing tell them all on its own without any of your words associated with it? How do they feel when they look at it or when they see it or experience it? Search for your voice within your vision. What words describe your work? Can you wrap your marketing with these words? Can you share these words? Can you make these words more, um, more of a conscious effort in, your, in the way that you promote your work, in the way that you talk about your work publicly in these spaces? Can you bring these words to, to light? Um, if you went back to why does your work matter, the, the step, step number one, the words that you settled on in that process are the words you should use in this process and sharing your work and having and letting it have its own voice. Okay, so step number one is to define the purpose inside of you. Step two is to make sure that purpose comes through in the aesthetics and the vision and the voice of your work on its own because you can always be the one to talk about your work. Eventually your work needs to expand beyond your ability to talk about it, beyond your actual reach as a human. And it can have its own big and beautiful life in the world. Now, step number three is to create something bigger around your work, to create an overall, I don't like this word, but I'm going to go ahead and use it, an overall brand around your work. So the whole vision of your work as a whole, not just one painting, not just one collection, but how does your work as a whole fit your vision? What do you want to say collectively over the course of your career or the course of this whole year? or the course of this decade, you can choose the parameters of that, but make sure that you have a vision for how your work impacts the world collectively. Now, this is something a little bit more um, high level. It's kind of a next level thing to do after you decided that, yes, you want to be a creative entrepreneur. Yes, you want to bring this work to the world. This is a very much um, something that you need to think about as you craft your career as an artist or as a creative entrepreneur. Your job as a creative entrepreneur is to elevate. No one is going to bring value to your work unless you value your work first and foremost. So your job as the creator of the work is to ascribe value to it. That's so powerful. That's so beautiful because when you do that, you have so much control over how your work appears in the world. 
You have so much control over how it's elevated, how it is esteemed, how it is viewed by others. It's amazing. And everything that hovers around your work, everything that goes, not your work itself, but everything around that work elevates the value of the work. So things like your website, your photography, the words you use in your copy, the elements that you put next to your paintings or next to your pieces of artwork or next to your items, whatever you create, anything applies here. Um, the colors that you use consistently, the quality of materials, the way that you package, the way that you present your work, the way that you share your work online and offline, all of that goes into the elevation of your creative brand. Like I said, this is kind of next level after you've decided that yes, you want to be a creative entrepreneur. This is the time to begin thinking about how does my work as a whole feel to my audience? Does it feel elevated or does it feel kind of crafty? Does it feel special and esteemed or does it feel kind of cluttered and messy and kind of haphazard? Um, a great way to think about this is when you look at an artist's Instagram account and you see that they post spaghetti and then a painting and then they're they're dog and then their lake trip and then another painting unless that's all done with a very high level aesthetic which usually it hasn't been done that way <laughs> you're not going to take that work seriously it's going to seem very much like a hobby which is totally fine that's completely fine but if you want this to be more than a hobby if you want this to be a career that others enjoy and get a lot of value from themselves, then it's important to elevate the value of your work in all areas. Okay, number four, we're going to kind of make this a reality. We are going to create a mood board. So this is step four. So step one is to elevate or to establish the, the purpose and the meaning of your work inside of yourself. Number two is to see how that work is communicating on its own without you. What are the aesthetics saying? What are the aesthetics speaking to your audience? Number three is to think about your work as a whole. What is your vision for your work, for your entire you know, creative career in general? What flavor, what, what vibe do you want to give off uh, with your creative career? And then number four is to create a mood board. So this is a lot of fun. Go to Pinterest, go to Instagram, wherever, create a collection of images. And I recommend don't include artwork in this. Don't include things that resemble your work at all. I want you to look at photography and typography and packaging and images that make you happy and colors and textures, food photography, styling, walls, interiors. Think about all the things that kind of meet the edges of a fine artist career and pin those things. But I don't want you to pin artwork. You're not looking for inspiration for your work. You're looking for inspiration for your brand. It's very, very fun. So go kind of pin crazy. I would say at least pin 30 pins and don't overanalyze, don't over criticize, just, you know, pin, let it be, see what comes to you. And then after you're done, look at that collection as a whole and edit, refine, and then see what makes you so, so happy. Because I guarantee you're going to find something that is elevated and beautiful and aspirational and very, very fun. So this is your permission to go on a nice little rabbit hole and go pin some stuff. Okay, now that you know why you create what you create, you know what your work is saying in the world, and you know what your overall brand or vision is supposed to feel like and look like in the world, now it's time to go meet your audience, your ideal audience. Who are they? Where do they hang out? Where can you find them? The everlasting question, where are your collectors? <laughs> 
So to answer this question, let's get creative. Where do your collectors actually enjoy spending time? Who are they really? Um, I know that Instagram is popular. Instagram is like the most, you know, accessible place that you think you'll become famous and you'll share your work and you'll meet collectors there. But that might not actually be the case for you and for your audience. You might have better luck going to art shows or to galleries or to in-person events, or you might have better luck on Pinterest or on Facebook or on YouTube. So get creative with where you choose to meet your audience because your audience is probably in a variety of places, especially if your audience is a demographic that is a little bit less, that's more established, a little bit more established. They might not be hanging out quite so often on Instagram or even on Facebook. They might be going to local shops and local galleries, and they might be going to conventions or craft fairs or art fairs. So get creative. Um, I always recommend that you spread your work far and wide. Let it be big and bold in the world. Try a variety of different places. See where your work has the most resonance. For instance, I have several friends that do beautifully at art fairs. Um, They go to six or maybe even 10 art fairs a year. They sell their work. They sell incredibly well. They're very successful at those art fairs. That's not how I choose to sell my work. It's not how I choose to find my audience, but for them, it works beautifully. So see what your work needs of you and be willing to do that for your work. Some questions to think about as you kind of think through, like, where is your audience? Where is your ideal collector? Where are they hanging out? Think about things like what makes your work unique and how does that speak to your individual audience? Think about things like what are they drawn to? What what is inside of your work that attracts them naturally? For instance, if you paint, I'll just speak to myself, I paint landscape paintings. I know that my ideal customer, my ideal collector has a home. They have probably a rather large, not huge, but like a larger home. Um, they have some wall space is all I'm trying to say about that. They, they have, they have access wall space. Um, they enjoy adventure. They enjoy travel but they really enjoy belonging and connection. A lot of my buyers are buying my work because it reminds them of something, either a location or a time or a season of life or something that's actually not about the subject matter. It's about the meaning behind the subject matter. So get really clear on what you're creating and who it speaks to, and then who would that speak to in theory and ideally. So. Where are they? What is speaking to them about your work? Where does that kind of person actually spend time? Are they online? Are they offline? Are they in your local community? Are they around the globe? Get just really creative as you envision this person and where they might be hanging out and then be willing to go meet them there. After you've established your audience, you've established where they might be hanging out, where they might be spending time, where they're actually spending time that's quiet. Also, you want them to be in the right headspace to appreciate your work, to focus on it, to resonate with it, which often means drawing them from someplace into your website because your website is your sacred space that can be quiet and dedicated and focused on your work and you can share your work in just the right way. Whereas on a noisier platform like Pinterest or Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or any of the other myriad of platforms, the space is noisy and the the algorithm within that platform is drawing them deeper in. So you wanna draw them out. You wanna do your job to bring them out of that platform and into your sacred space. If you are doing an in-person, um, 
meeting and like they're meeting your work in person. Think about how your work is going to feel in the location, in the environment. Can you frame it a certain way if it's a piece of artwork? Can you add a mat to give it some margin? Can you make sure that the environment is going to be aesthetically pleasing and that it's going to be elevating and you know just really raise the value of what you're doing and of your work? That's very, very important as you think about how your work feels to your ideal customer. Okay, the next step is to evaluate, share, and elevate. Evaluate, share, and elevate evaluate, share, and elevate. So now that you've done all this internal evaluation work, now we're going to share. Now you know what and when and how to share. Maybe not when, but we haven't talked about that. You know what and to who and where to share. So go for it. Share. Why not? Like just spread your work. Let it be in the world. It may not become famous overnight. That rarely happens. And honestly, it's very uncomfortable when it does. It's very, very painful to grow quickly. So let your work grow gently and slowly and sustainably. And then the third part of that is to elevate. And this is the part that makes me so excited. This is where making artwork shines is this elevation portion. So when you share your work, you are constantly in charge of raising its value, making it more precious, making it more special, making it a little bit more refined, a little bit higher, a little bit more in line with your vision. So as you do that, every time you evaluate, share and elevate, you continuously improve that process. You continuously raise the value and the perception of your work in the world. In fact, let's go ahead and do an experiment. I would like for you to screenshot your feed, wherever you choose to share your work. If it's, if it's an in-person thing, take a photo. If it's your Instagram account, take a screenshot. If it's your Facebook page, take a screenshot. I want you to mark where you are right now. And then I want you to get very intentional and very clear about your vision and how you want your work to show up in the world in the future. And as you get very clear on that vision, begin acting on that vision every single day. Take small, gentle actions every single day. And as you do, you're going to naturally improve because like anything we do, as we practice, we improve. As we practice, we make things better. As we practice, things become more beautiful. It works in your art. It works in your life. It works in how you share your work as well. So evaluate, share, and elevate circular, consistent, constant, going through that system. And this is the beautiful thing about this. Just like you can improve your art and you can improve your, the, the work that you actually physically do, you can also improve how your work is seen and perceived. And this is something that you never stop improving. I never stop improving. This is something that we consistently get to go back and make it better and make it better and make it better. And that's deeply fun in my opinion. I think that is so fun. And it's also very liberating to know that you never arrive. I haven't arriven, arriven? I haven't arrived. arisen. I think that's what I was trying to say. I haven't arrived. No one has arrived. We are all just creating and experimenting and loving and playing and hopefully having the time of our lives because we have the best job on earth. So as you go through this process of creating work that meets your individualized inspiration and purpose and meaning, your work gets to live in the world in its own, you know, in its own right, with its own voice, its own message. Your work as a whole has a vision and a brand wrapped around it. You have something higher that you're aspiring towards. And then you meet your audience where they are, where they are comfortable, where they're excited to see you and to see your work. You can continuously elevate, always elevate, elevate, elevate. 
This requires consistent steps. This requires consistent action and moving forward. This is not something that happens by magic or by passive wishing or by just hoping to the universe. This takes action and the action is fun. The action is so fun, but it only becomes fun if you see rewards and you only see rewards if you take action. So begin, fall in love, do it for the process. That is my mantra because it applies to my creative practice and my life. Do it for the process and you will always find rewards because the reward is in the doing. All right, if you're like me and prefer to work things out on paper and see things written in visual form and have everything very lovely and very organized in front of you, I've got you. I turned all of this into a beautiful five-part email sequence that also has PDFs that you can download and use your fancy pencils on because I know you want to buy some more Blackwing pencils. This is your excuse. Blackwings, go for it. You deserve them. And scribble away. Make your dreams into a reality. I hope this has been very inspiring for you and clarifying as you move forward. If you're listening to this on February 25th, go check out Making Artwork. It is open for enrollment until midnight tonight, which I know is not enough time at all, but that's what I have for you. If you missed the window for the course, don't fear. I would recommend joining my email list. I have some very exciting things coming to my membership, which opens in April. The collective opens in April. It's a really good space to make progress and growth in your creative business. It's very gentle. It's not overwhelming. It's a great community full of incredible creatives. And it's just a really good place to nurture and to nourish this creative energy and your creative business. So join us either in April when the doors open for the collective or today in making artwork. I would love to see you in both of those spaces. All right. Bye for now.